Welcome back to season two of the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Thanks for listening. Real Deal Neon Signs Company, LLC. What we can do. Neon is a very unique process that can only be completed by hand. There are no machines capable of creating neon because it's a process that requires hand skills. Today we're going to be speaking with Brian Real of Real Deal Neon Signs in Norfolk, Virginia. Brian included a brief history on neon socket, and I'm going to share that with you. Neon was first discovered in 1898 by Sir William Ramsey and Morris Travers, both chemists who were pursuing their experiments to liquefy air. Through this, they discovered neon and krypton, both inert gases that are used in neon signs. Morris Travers put it best saying the blaze of crimson light from the tube told its own story and was a sight to dwell upon and never forget. Neon is created through a process that can only be accomplished by hand. Every neon sign was created by someone who bent the glass using special tools that produced focused flames. These tools soften the glass, bringing the temperature of the glass to a thousand degrees Fahrenheit and are bent in accordance to a pattern. The tubes are manufactured by large companies that are able to make different colors using a powder coating inside the tubes, which are made up of rare earth metals and phosphors. The air is removed and the glass and electrodes heat up, taking it to a temperature that processing the electrodes and burns out impurities such as moisture. Once it cools down, the tube is injected with argon or neon and is removed from the manifold. After this, the neon can be lit using a transformer. Hey, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm excellent, thank you. How long have you been in the business of of neon? Since uh, 1997, actually, right when I got out of high school. That's awesome. How did you get started? I uh, went to the Virginia Employment Commission, found it there, actually. Um, a, a job doing a uh, sign service and stuff like that. Found out about uh, neon, and back then everything was neon, so that's how I got into it. That's awesome. So, is there a lot of like electronic knowledge that comes? Yeah, to be a good neon person, you pretty much have to have a lot of areas of. Uh, of being smart and uh you have to kind of be an electrician you have to be an artist you have to uh learn how to work with glass and then there's the whole science behind the uh, uh filling it with gas and making it processing it properly so that it'll it'll light up and last a long time so do you go from start to finish like through the consultation and do the the glass blowing part too yes everything um that's why I say there's a lot of different uh, factors involved. Okay. How long would it take for you to do like a more intricate piece like I saw that you did at the Vale in Richmond? Oh, yeah. The Vale, actually, I got to give a lot of credit to my, one of my apprentices, James Akers. He uh, helped me with that. And um, that one there took about... That, that one is probably one of the largest scale pieces we've done. That was about 40 feet wide by... About 14 foot tall it was two stories up and um 
it was a lot of neon. It took about 10 power supplies and um, it was up in Richmond. That one took about a week to, to bend all the glass and manufacture and pump and fill. And then it took about a few days to install on site. And um, yeah, I did that one for another sign company. Um, a lot of the jobs that I do are um, for other sign companies sometimes because nobody does it anymore and, and uh, they don't have in-house neon shops. So they have to come to me and get it. And uh, yeah, so I did that for a place called Superior Signs in Richmond, Virginia. And they do a lot of the veil signs and um, they wanted original neon there. So that's what we, we gave them. Okay. Are you in need of any new apprentices? Yeah, um, I, I know that the Chrysler Museum is doing a small uh, neon workshop and uh, showing people there. And I have a couple of the uh, people that work there working with me now kind of apprenticing. But um, oh, wow. for someone to learn neon usually takes between two to 10 years before they can actually produce uh, stuff that's good. And, um, you know, right now, um, there's not a lot of people that are willing to put in the time. And uh, it's very costly, the materials and everything to learn. But um, I'm not trying to discourage anybody, but just uh, finding a place that's willing to uh, show people and put in the time is going to be hard. But I mean, yeah, I, if I see potential in people, I try to use them and show them what I can and, and figure out ways we can work together. And right now I've got a couple people that are uh, currently at the Chrysler Glass Museum and um they're working with me and um you know they help out but uh yeah there there are steps and procedures taken to to become a true neon bender and um it's uh become few and far between lately to find anybody that's willing and, and you know willing to put in the time and effort to learn it because they they always want to do it but then when they try it they they become discouraged and they see how difficult it really is and then uh a lot of people just you know don't want to give it the time but if you have a passion for it you're going to do it okay that's good to know are you mainly looking for people with some kind of experience with either glass blowing or with um like electrical work yeah that that would be a definite plus i mean any experience with any of those things especially in signs or uh or in glass blowing would be a good thing to have in your back pocket when you start but um Ideally, somebody like myself, when I was younger, that just has a drive, like when I when I saw it, and I and I learned about neon, I immediately was hooked. And I decided that this is what I'm going to do. And back then, um, it was very guarded trade, nobody would show anybody. And I was just able to uh, get with some really nice people that were able to show me. And um, I picked it up very fast, uh, faster than most. And um, I just excelled very quickly, but I was also very motivated. Every day I gave it practice and a lot of time, and I've always been in the industry. So I was um, able enough to be able to get into a sign shop and neon shop and start working in the field right off the bat. So that, that was one thing that definitely helped me. And that's, that's what I, that's what I would be able to offer. And um, right now I've got a couple people that help me. Some of them uh, have more experience than me. And um, other than that, most people that are coming in are entry level. And um, like the people at the uh, Chrysler, they, they work with borosilicate. That's a completely different kind of glass, has a different nature and everything. But um, 
typically they seem to take pretty well to uh, doing it because it requires uh, blowing pressure into, it's into a heated tube to keep the diameter while it bends. But even those guys still struggle with it sometimes because it's its, its own uh, thing and it's, it's very tricky and it takes a lot of practice to learn how to, to achieve the uh, complex bends. And then uh, the thing about it is it all has to be perfect. Uh, you can't have any leaks or any holes or, or cold welds because things will crack because it has to hold that gas and pressure in there perfectly for uh, years to come. So it has to be done correctly or else it just won't last. But um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's fun once you get it, once you, once you learn it and you, you know how to do it, then the sky's the limit to what you can make. That being said, do you ever encounter someone that you're working with that has a deadline in mind for getting it up and then you have to maybe tell them it they should um, <laughs> reconsider yeah, yeah. what I what I typically do is I just don't sleep. Oh my god. Well that's dedication, Brian. That's why you're that's why you're the best. And stuff. So um I don't really have anybody that can fill in for me full time and do the glass during the day. The gentleman that works for me that can do it, he's usually out with me in the field. So a lot of times I find myself going into uh, my workshop late at night and then working overnight. But I find that that works best for me because I have no interruptions. I can play some good music and just focus on my work and I can knock out a lot really quick that way. And um, usually when I have due dates, I, I, I do everything I can to meet them. So um, I, I know typically speaking what how much time it takes and then I can give it the time and plan it. But a lot of uh, sleepless nights is definitely part of the factor. And um, yeah, so having helpers would be would be great. But I, I've, I've been looking for a long time and I pretty much got everybody that I know on board that can do it as of now. But uh, I would definitely be interested in showing people and seeing what they would do with it, because I feel like we really need to uh, expand on and bring it back hard because the demand for it is there. Yeah. But the uh, people that know how to make it is, is few and far between. And I feel like if we had more people able to make it, ordering these materials, maybe the, the prices would come back down because, you know, supply and demand, the demand is there, but there's other options uh, such as uh, fake neon coming in from China. Right. And um, so therefore the uh, price of the materials is going through the roof and getting materials is very hard, but I keep a very good supply on hand, but um, I'm finding it harder to get materials in, in a timely fashion. And then uh, the, the price of the materials is skyrocketed. And hopefully if we can get more people back into real neon, then uh, we can bring those prices back down, make it more achievable, attainable. Do you have a specific studio that you work out of? Yeah, I've got a, a workshop in Norfolk and I have a, a assembly shop in Virginia Beach. Um, my workshop in Norfolk, uh, I've been there for seven years. Um, and that's when I started my business on my own because it was either set up that shop or quit doing neon because the last place that I worked for closed their doors. So I started the business back then, set it up and um, got all my equipment running. And it's been busy ever since. Um, but yeah, I, I have a shop in Norfolk that I work out of. I'm, 
I'm in a sign shop out there. And um, I, I've had uh, people come through and students from the uh, uh, GSA, and I've had uh, several different field trips come there. I've given presentations there and everything. And I've done, uh, I've done uh, demonstrations at the Chrysler Glass Studio. So, I mean, there, there's lots of ways to uh, show people and, and let people see what we do. Awesome. Well, that being said, would you have, would it, would it be okay if I would like to try to tour your space? Yeah, it's it's not much of a tour. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> just a room, a work room with uh, we work with fire, and then we have a machine that we process it with, and then uh, we have all the uh, transformers to light up everything. But yeah, I, I love showing people. I mean, I always love to show people, and uh, I want more people to get interested in it and see what it is because. A lot of uh, people that are, you know, 30 years old and under don't really know the history of it and how awesome this thing is that we do. And, um, you know, the uh, industry and uh, technology has come along where they've, they've, they've mimicked it with uh, LEDs and other things, but it's still not even the same and not even close. And uh, a lot of people are being misinformed and they don't really understand what neon really is and the history of it. And, you know, it goes back to uh, Tesla and, uh, you know, the um, the invention of the neon lights goes back over 100 years. So and it's still done the same way. And it's, it's one thing that robots will never be able to do. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, that that's what I love about it is that, you know, it's it's such a thing that um it, it takes a lot of dedication and, and the end result though is amazing. I mean, some of the stuff that I've done is iconic. I've worked on stuff that was originally done in the twenties and then we restored it and, you know, some of it still works. So, I mean, if you get, if you do it properly, neon will last over a hundred years. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I would definitely like to bring my camera and, and take a look at what you're doing and maybe put together a video like a promo yeah, video. I love that. yeah i love advertising and uh showing people neon i mean it, it's 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 the best thing that i've ever had in my life i mean it's taken good care of me it was definitely worth what i've given it and um even with the decline um with the uh the, the new fake stuff coming out i still stay busy and and you know true people that truly know neon want neon and they go to it every time so um you know i I would suggest anybody that's interested in it, reach out to me and um, I can definitely uh, show them some things. And uh, and like I said, I'm, I'm thinking about eventually starting like a weekend workshop. And uh, that's why I started my shop in Virginia Beach. Eventually I'm gonna move things over here and get set up so that I can do like weekend workshop where people come in, they pay a little fee and then you, you make stuff yourself and leave with something cool. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I would definitely like to hop on that. Yeah, and um, that's the thing is like I know the Chrysler's doing something too, and I help them out with that. But um, I definitely want to set up my own because I actually showed the Chrysler everything and helped them to get that going. Oh, but um, I'm I'm trying to cut out the middleman and just let people show people directly. And then if anybody was good at it, I would definitely try to keep them on. And you know, back in the day, they used to have neon schools, but lately, um, I think in the past 15 years, it's gotten to where. They, they, they don't have the schools because again, the uh, jobs out there are few and far between for a, for a person that can do it. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's really dying and that's the sad part, but uh, hopefully we can bring it back hard 
because if you look on TV, all the commercials, everything, all the advertisements, they all show neon and it's all computer generated, but people love it and they see it, but they don't realize what it takes to make it. And if they really knew, they would have more of an appreciation than they do already. And um, they would see that, you know, there's nothing else like it in the world. It's amazing. Amen. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this today. Yeah, no problem. There is a question I like to ask everyone, and that is, how do you recognize someone from Virginia? Oh, man. I, I tell you what, I've been here all my life, and um, recognize somebody from Virginia. Well, I got to say, we as Virginians, we're nice people. Uh, so if somebody's nice, but they'll, they'll definitely... Uh, let you know if they're not pleased about something, but we, we're, we're genuinely nice people. Um, and I would say uh, we're used to all kinds of weather. So, I mean, we could pretty much sustain any type of weather. Um, I don't know. I mean, other than that, I'm so used to seeing everybody from Virginia. Uh, I just say overall, we're nice people. <laughs> Pleasant Definitely. to deal with. Definitely, it's a, it's a collaborative state. Yeah, definitely. Because there's, I, I grew up in Virginia Beach, and you know we're all military here, and uh, you know it's a it's a wide variety of people here. So I mean, it's definitely, and like they say too, is if in Virginia Beach, if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. That's the one thing I've noticed is like over the years the weather, is so you never know what you're gonna get. Oh, I know it. Today <laughs> looks like it's nice, but I'm afraid to bear the cold. Yes. Um, that's the thing here is it'll be t-shirt weather one day and then the next day you'll have to wear two coats. <laughs> so. Will you be yeah. in your studio on Friday? Uh, yeah, most likely I will. Um, I'm working on a couple big jobs right now that are uh, really big jobs. So I've got to spend a lot of time in the fires and um, get those completed and ready for installation. So I'll be around this week. Anytime is good. Um, but I'll be doing a lot of nights this week too. But um, my goal is to get over there more during the day this week and knock some things out. Okay. Well, if I won't be cramping your style, I would definitely love to bring my camera and cover some of that. I love doing it around people. I can definitely uh, do it, <laughs> no problem. Cool. Um, I'm gonna have you just give me a brief introduction with your first name and the name of your business, and then we'll wrap things up. Ryan Real at Real Deal Neon Signs. Thank you. Is there anything else that you'd like to add today? No, that's about it. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Anytime. Do you have a hard time coming up with content ideas for your podcast? I find that there is nothing more embarrassing than all of a sudden being stumped in the middle of a conversation where it's like, I know I had more questions for you, but I just can't remember what they are right now. And that's why I'm trying Poddex. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random. Hit the record button and get started. 
Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment. All with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. Hey, this is Latasha Holloway. I plan to be the future mayor of Virginia Beach, but when the time comes, I will need your support. As a veteran of the healthcare field, I understand something about empathy. We must have empathy and compassion in order to improve Virginia Beach.